wokeism the blob of Beelzebub. Wokeism is deceptionism, big time. Please turn in your Bibles to Second Timothy chapter 3. And we're going to begin reading at verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, money-grubbers, wanting what other people want, never content, never happy, never satisfied, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disrespectful to God Almighty, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. A prime example of unthankfulness and disobedient to parents and grandparents and dishonoring, of course, is Harry and Meghan. Without natural affection, that, that covers a whole lot of ground. Mothers not loving their children, fathers not caring for their children, uh, grandmothers not loving and caring for their children, still trying to get their groove on at 65, uh, but want to act like a doting grandmother uh, when it's convenient for them. It also includes all unnatural affections, men in uh, their families and even in the so-called blended family, uh, having unnatural desires for their daughters or stepdaughters is all unnatural. Women having unnatural affections for their sons or stepsons, incest, people having uh, some kind of desire, some demonic desire for the opposite sex. I mean the uh, uh, same sex, homosexuals, men lusting after men, women lusting after women and some lusting after both, uh, not having natural affection, and uh, not having natural affection for your own spouse, but having unnatural affection for somebody else's spouse. Truce breakers, people who break their word, false accusers, people who make up stuff, and try to counsel other people and lie on other people, incontinent people who are just out of control. One of the marks of a Christian person who is filled with the Holy Ghost of God is they have the ability 
I'm not saying they always do what they're supposed to do and be in control of themselves and act like you have some sense, T.J. Holmes and Rabak. Do you know you have to have, do you know there's some lost people who have more self-control than some people who claim to be Christians? And in this life, this world does not work if you do not have some kind of self-control. It's not going to work. In other words, to have the ability to say no to yourself. It's not going to work. It does not work. On the job, for example, you, you people can try to lie about this and hide this all you want to. People can be married, single, whatever. Uh, if a man sees an attractive woman, there's a thousand things going off in his mind. There may not be a thousand things going off in the woman's mind, but there's two or three, or at least one. But for the man, there's a whole lot of things popping off, and it's not, it's, it's just not a good, uh, things are not going to work if somebody does not say, no, I'm not going to say anything to this beautiful woman. No, I'm not going to look at this woman in a lustful way. And I, 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 my hat is off to a man who, uh, he comes on one of the morning shows and he's, he sits next to one of the most beautiful women in the world and, and very smart. But you never catch his eyes and, and I hope that, you know, he's a man's man and everything. But he, he, he has control. He shows control. And they're both supposed to be married, but... Uh, that doesn't mean anything in light of what T.J. Holmes and and uh, Robach are doing. Foolishness, acting like teeny boppers. Come on. But he shows great control. Uh, and, of course, she shows great control, too. And uh, uh, they, they, they don't act like they have something going on. And he, he, he controls his eyes, which has to be extremely hard to do hard to do uh, for a man. Okay? He's practicing self-control. See, that has to happen whether you're saved or lost in an environment like that. Why? Because you can lose your job and go to jail if you don't control yourself. For real. Some have lost their jobs and gone to jail. I don't know what happened to Henry. They don't have a job, don't have that income anymore, don't have the privileges anymore because they could not keep their eyes off of certain women on the job. And this is a problem not only on the job but in the church. And by the way, let's bring back Billy Graham's rule. Amen. It's based upon the Bible. It's not just about Billy Graham, but it worked for him. You don't need to be alone with another woman. Men don't need to be alone with another woman if they're natural, normal men. Look, look, look up Billy Graham's rule. Just hit that plus sign and hit. type in Billy Graham's rule regarding women. I want to see that. It's been on my mind lately and since, uh, since so many crazy things have popped off. Fierce. Angry people. Now, watch this. Uh, look, look in your newspaper today. 
and look at the homosexual transvestite cross-dressing employee that you your tax money is went to uh, who just got fired finally <clears throat> for stealing women's bags and so forth when he has enough money to pay for the bags. I see it from here. Yeah, I need to see the clear definition of it. Uh, Okay, let me see that. Okay, let me, let me make it, if you can make it, it'll be great. If not, don't worry about it. But look at this man's picture. Oh, they stripped him of his makeup and his lipstick and all of that when they get, did his mugshot. And look how fierce she looks. These people are demon-possessed. I'm trying to tell you. Look how fierce and hateful and angry he looks. You better stay away from these people who are demon-possessed like that. In 1948, the evangelist, the great evangelist, Dr. Billy Graham, made a commitment not to travel, meet, or eat alone with a woman other than his wife. Glory be to God. You need to make that commitment too. Matt and everybody else is in this day. That's 1948. That will include texting another man's wife, another woman besides your own wife, emailing another man's wife, except for your own wife or your daughters. Amen. Ah, the Billy Graham rule. This is a wise biblical rule. I mean, Paul went even further. A man ought not to touch a woman. Hello. Hello. A man can't. Men, red-blooded men like Billy Graham and even myself and others, you can't. We can't handle that, man. Why take fire in your bosom and your clothes and think your clothes not going to be burned? Or eat alone with a woman other than his wife, which has long been called the Billy Graham Rule. Vice President Mike Pence has a similar policy, which is now known as the Pence Rule. It is not the Pence Rule, it is the Billy Graham Rule. While not all Christians feel that it is necessary to follow Dr. Graham's personal boundaries, here are five biblical reasons why the Billy Graham Rule shows wisdom, and I think it's biblical. Number one, it helps men and women to avoid sexual temptation. We have a bunch of lying evangelicals, a lying, a whole bunch of lying uh, 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 Protestant, mainline Protestant, so-called Christians, a bunch of lying, charismatic, holiness, Pentecostal Christians. Oh, I'm not even bothered by that. You know, why is it such a temptation? Are you an effeminate? Are you queer? Are you a homosexual? There's some women who are so built and so fine, I don't care how holy you think you are. You better not be alone with them. I don't care, unless, unless, unless you are a homosexual. And you're attracted to some ugly, bony, hairy, stinking man. you got to be kidding me. And we can go to Matthew 6.13 on that. And I'll do that at another time. I don't have time today. It seeks to honor the marital union between you and your spouse. That's number two. Number three, 
It recognizes the battle within all Christians between the flesh and the spirit. Stop lying, you lying hypocrites. I, I, I readily admit to you that's a, that, that's a temptation for me. There's nothing more beautiful than a fine, fat woman, man. What are you talking about? Nothing. God made them beautiful. I got two thoughts in my mind, two preachers in my mind. Dr. John McNeil Jr., who is the nicest, most holy, most biblical man you'll ever want to meet. But he got to preaching one time, and he, he said, you know, uh, it's just the way God made them that makes these women so attractive. And then he did this number. You know, he turned his head to the right and, and look at you. Like you, 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 oh, you don't believe I said that? I mean that. There's this way, to, the way they're built, that is a problem, temptation. And another preacher said, and he's a great man of God too, he said it. He didn't say it in the pulpit. He said it outside of the pulpit. He said some women dress so provocatively that uh, he, he thinks they want to have sex with them, the way they dress. Number four, it shows respect for one's family by keeping boundaries. Number five, it strives to bring glory to God. The Billy Graham rule. You need to apply it uh, to your life. Fierce despisers of those that are good. Verse four, traitors, heady, high-minded. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Now, God does not have a problem with you having some pleasure. He made your life that way. In fact, we just got through talking about sex. Uh, and done in marriage is one of the most pleasurable things on earth. Okay? But he wants you to serve him first. He wants you to put him first. Okay, he wants you to do what he told you to do first. Then, and I don't understand how people can live their lives just going from pleasure to pleasure, which is not even possible. You got to rest up even from pleasure. Come on, huh? Pleasure is a reward. After you have served God and you have served others and you have done what God has required of you to do for him. And that's how you get more pleasure from it, even from a good meal. Glory be to God on this particular Wednesday will be uh, is the 500th day. 500th Wednesday that we have preached 
on the series. I have preached on the series with the help of my family, especially my sons, uh, on the series Praying Through the Bible, the Praying Through the Bible series. And so we're all going to celebrate tonight. And we are, they're all grown now. But they, they have been with me for the lion's share of the 500 messages. In fact, most of them have been with me <clears throat> for all of them. Uh, even while they're grown and on their own. Uh, but we're going to celebrate like we have in the past. With our traditional spaghetti dinner. Amen. And uh, pizza. And popcorn. And uh, nutritional yeast. A little honey. A little nuts. And so forth. We're going to celebrate that. We're going to celebrate in our afterglow as we have done for nearly 35 years. I look forward to that. That's going to happen later on tonight, by the grace of God, if nothing happens, if the Lord says the same, if the Lord tarries his coming and we live, we may be raptured out of here tonight. That would be even better. That's, that's a pleasure to me. You see, what makes it a greater pleasure my beloved, is when I have done what God has called me to do. I don't understand. I don't know. I, I don't understand why you don't understand what I'm saying. I don't understand why you don't understand what I'm saying. For there are some people who can have pleasure to pleasure and never do anything and don't understand the intense pleasure after you've done what God has called you to do and what God has required of you to do. It's a greater pleasure. It's more intense. I've taught, I've had to teach my wife and my children that you pray hard, you work hard, then you play hard. That's how you do that. That's how you do life, man. Seriously. And I'm telling you, I'm teaching you the same thing. You pray hard, you work hard, and you play hard. That's what you do. Now, if, if you want to enjoy life, that's what you better do. That's what you need to do. You pray hard, you work hard, and you play hard. And the prayer part and the working hard part takes more time than the, the pleasure part, okay? But it's so intensified, the pleasure part is so intense because you did what you were supposed to do that it doesn't take all day. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such, turn away. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you for your holy word. Grant me now, as we have prayed earlier fully uh, in another service, I pray that you grant me your energy strength, unction, and anointing, all of us who are saved in the power of your Holy Spirit, 
to preach your holy word, to preach your holy gospel, save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, glorify your holy name in Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Yesterday I, I mean the other day I started dealing with people being covetous, people being greedy. Uh, and uh, I shared the story with you about the single woman trying to tell other women how to get a rich husband. Not, not concerned about the husband and what kind of man he is, what kind of character he has. Only concerned about the money he makes. And he did, she did the same thing for men who wanted to marry rich. And now, in my opinion, a man is sorry if that is his main thing. He's sorry. He's no good. And there are some weak men, some of them are politicians, who intentionally marry money. And they make an arrangement with that woman. You support me in my politics, and then you'll have the prestige of being the first lady of the state or the first lady of the nation or first lady in the community or whatever. You, you'll be prestigious. You'll have a prestigious position with all of your money that your father left you in the millions. You fund my politics, my uh, political campaigns, and I'll fund you with prestige and being with a man who is of some substance. And I believe that kind of man is a sorry, sorry, no good snake in the grass. And today we're going to move from covetous. And, and, and the women is no better. Women who seek a man who has money, uh, uh, they're gold diggers. But in words of one rapper, you're not dealing with a broke uh, Negro. Okay? And they're no better. They're snakes in the grass as well. Uh, they're a snake in the grass. Women who only, they aim for rich men. They may be divorced. And, and by the way, found out, just like I've told you for years, uh, if, 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 if a man's going to leave you and, and commit adultery while he's married, a woman is going to commit adultery while she's married, and leave you and marry somebody else, and live in adultery, they're going to do you the same way, dummy. Excuse me. I don't mean any harm, but that's dumb, dumb, dumb. Some of you women, you're so concerned about getting a man who has some means and, and has some money. You give up your virginity. You give up your body. You do all kinds of nasty things to get him. And he's divorced and remarried once or twice. And he's going to do you the same way. Let me tell you something. T.J. Holmes is going to do Robach the same way, just like Robach did her husband the same way. Both of them were married before and divorced and remarried with blended family kind of a situation. Okay, here we go again. See, here we go again. See, that's the problem. If people, like, if people have that kind of character, they're going to do you the same way.
you know why some people do this? They are hooked on falling in love. They like little children, like little puppy love, young people, little high school. They 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 they, they love that feeling of being with somebody new. And when you see them walking down the street, T.J. and Robach, Amy, whatever her name is, they look like little devilish, impish children, don't they? Because you know why? They feel that warm feeling of love. But see, when that dies down, when you start smelling the stink of your newfound friend in the bathroom, and they just like everybody else, and they got a stinky attitude and moody, and just like the other ones were, and all that right now, nasty, like the other ones were, that feeling of warm feeling of puppy love is going to die. And then you're looking for somebody else. Why? Because you have never grown up. You're, you're immature and you're lost, no doubt, and on your way to hell. You have no scruples. You have no morals to the point of losing your job that's paying you quite well. So men will be boasters. And that, 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 watch this. Th that's what I wrote in an article late last night for bcnn1.com. You can go read it. It was not just the adultery. It was the pride. It was the arrogancy that they showed. Having no respect whatsoever for their spouses or for their children. And trying to, and, and, and the killer was when they came, they, they got back from the, uh, hoeing around in adultery that, they, that was caught on not only pictures but tape, videotape. See, this is why Gail, the liberal Gail King and the liberal lesbian Robin Roberts had a problem with this. You know why? Because you're acting like little children, little teeny boppers to the point. This is messy! What's the other word? And sloppy. That's what, and that's what everybody has a problem with. Nobody's trying to act like they hold it in now, that they have never been tempted, never had uh, uh, any problems like that. That's not the issue. That's bad. Especially for God. But it's bad in this world. When you are sloppy and messy and you evidently act like you don't know what you're doing. You know, people don't do that. The only one who wants to give, he said, a hug is the homosexual Don Lemon. He, he probably wants to just hug that man because he's a homosexual. But see, Robin Robbins, she's a lesbian too. She's wrong in her lifestyle, but she's from Mississippi. And he's from Arkansas, and they all know better. We all know better than that. He was, but what the killer was, was that he was arrogant. He was proud and trying to laugh it off. That's what killed most people with it right there. Both of them smiling and grinning and laughing it off. Oh, I want this week to go on and on. Negro, you've lost your mind. You've lost your righteous mind from Arkansas, if you had one. And for all of you little girls, all you young women out there, let me tell you something. 
T.J. Holmes is the quintessential imaginary man that I call what? Bo Peep. He's, he's the quintessential dog. He may look nice, but he ain't nice. And when he, when he sets his eyes on you, he's, he's determined to get you. Marry or not. And to you men, these women who can leave their husbands and have sex with you, uh, you're not getting anything but a bunch, a hand of sand, son. You have nothing. Proud, arrogant, hubris. Proud against God. Proud against man. And, 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 and for, for this man to do this other man his friend, he said, these are the best people in the, my life. These are the best people in the world. When he introduced both of them on live television. And they went, you know, golfing together, running together and all of that. And my buddy, and the whole time, that devil was going after his wife. Some of you people better stop hanging around certain people. They're trying to get your wife. They're trying to get your husband. And they're determined to get them. And, ha and, and you must understand about a dog now. A dog has no heart. I, I wrote a book about this. I tried to tell you young women. A dog does not have any heart. And I know that's very exciting to you that he does not have a heart. But as he gets through with you, it's not going to be funny. And you're going to be mad at him. You're going to want to sue him. You're going to want to kill him. You're going, you're going to be mad at him mad at all other men from now on. When he gets through. When he gets through gutting you. The bull peeps in the world, they don't, they don't have a heart, man. They don't care anything about you. And I double dog dare him to deny what I'm saying. Double dog it. He doesn't care about you. He just he wants to conquer you. He wants to see you do things that uh, you probably didn't even do for your husband. And he really, really wanted you to stay with your husband. He just wants to use you when he wants you. Proud, arrogant, people filled with hubris and uh, to the point of blaspheming God. This man does not care anything about the word of God when it comes to you. In fact, when you see the videos and the pictures, he looks like a devil. And, and the woman who's out there strung out on him, uh, she likes the fact that he looks like a devil and acts like a devil. That's what turns her on. <clears throat> Boasting. Arrogant and proud when, when you don't realize a bullet might be headed for your head. Pride and blasphemy are nothing new. These things have happened since the beginning of time. But today, ladies and gentlemen, they seem far more prominent than ever. Hubris. I do what I want to do. 
If I want to have 20 children, I'll do it, regardless of what God has to say about it. By different women, I'll do it, regardless of what God says about it. Arrogant. Nick Cannon is uh, in that category. I have dealt with him twice. Last year around this time, sad to say, it broke my heart. I don't even know the man like that. His uh, beautiful baby died as an infant. Now, that's, that's a hard... See, it's one thing to, for a child to die in miscarriage. But for the... Listen, God is trying to get your attention when the child is born. You hear me? And lives for a while. And you hold that bundle of joy for a while. And you get attached. You are attached from the get-go to that beautiful child. And then the child die. God is talking to you. As he did David. Why didn't Bathsheba just have a, a, a miscarriage? Huh? No, no. When, when the child is born... And then God takes the child away from you while you're getting attached to that child. That's pain on another level. And so I lovingly, not harshly, not in a mean-spirited way, I lovingly share with him and the world. Because it's not just about him. He's not the only one. He's just well-known. I don't say what I'm saying about T.J. and the foolishness that he's done at 40-something years old. When he fought to get where he's gotten. By the way, and some people say, well, uh, 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 the two, uh, the whoremonger and the whore on uh, Morning Joe, Joe Scarborough and his now wife, everybody knew they were whoring around while they were married. Everybody knew that she was, she was, she was uh, hook, line, and sinker in for him. More than he was for her. Because Joe's supposed to be a Christian. She's not, not necessarily a Christian. And she's a fine woman. And, 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 and he, she hooked him. Everybody knew that was going on on the set. And if you watch the show when the, uh, during the time, you can tell. The way that she looked at that man, it was like she could eat him. I'm serious. And I knew this way before. Everything went down where they both forsook their spouses and their children. And they married uh, each other at the treasury or someplace in Washington. Some ungodly place. The problem is... You say, well, why can't T.J. Holmes and Robot do the same thing? Several reasons. And hopefully I can get back to my point regarding Nick Cannon. Remind me. Remind me. First of all, the people love morning, um, Joe, the, Joe Scarborough and his wife more than they love you. Number two... They 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 were on a a, a a higher level, and 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 had a, a regular audience, uh, <clears throat> you know that that they 
they had control over because of the third thing I'm getting ready to say to you. Uh, neither one of you have the talent that Joe Scarborough and his wife do. Period. Okay? And TJ, that's, that's truly the case for you. And you know it. And you had to fight extra hard to get to where you you are. And not only that, you're on the third string. You're not on the first string. They don't want you on the first string. They, they put somebody else ahead of you who was a football player, with, and he's gap-tooth. He's got a big old gap in his, in his mouth, and he's up there with the, a, uh, the, the, the A1 people for some reason. And it's because these people who are uh, over them, they see something in him they don't see in you. That's just the reality. So, so both of you are snowflakes. You don't have the same talent level. You're on the third string. And you think you can do that and, and, and end up like Joe Scarborough and his beautiful wife. She's, they, they divorced and remarried. It's all jacked up, messed up, blended household. But uh, she is, she, she, I mean, she's, she was more beautiful than what she is now. I don't think it's going to last, but, and I, I rebuke them too. So I'm not picking on you, but they, they, they're not going to give you the kind of pay and the prestige. And you don't, you don't have that kind of pay. You don't have that kind of prestige that they, they're getting because you're not on the same talent level. So that's not happening. You need to, both of you need to be fired. Because and then, then on top of that, you had to figure it out with these people, with Joe and them. They didn't, they didn't do this stupid stuff uh, out on the street together while you're married, looking like imps, boasting. They didn't do that. They didn't do a mess like they had better sense than that. They didn't do that. That's why that's why Gail King said this is messy and sloppy. Now when a black woman and Robert Robert said the same thing. Now when black women, particularly from the South, <clears throat> call you messy, you're done. And they know dogs and they know both people. They may have one somewhere. But they're not messy. And sloppy. C.S. Lewis is the one who says sin will make you stupid. You all sin against God and act as stupid to boot. You got to go. You just got to go. I, I don't even want. I don't want. I, I never really wanted to see you all anyway. Especially you, T.J. Holmes. For some reason, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't care for what you did with the extra smiling, the extra laughing that you got to do seem like you kissing up the people and all this. And I, I don't like that. I never have. I, I've never watched you before until I saw you on, on a mail online video acting like a child. 
Act like a teenager. <laughs> Got a camera right on you. You're going to go around and pat her behind and all that. I'm going to get that and all this kind of thing. Come on, man. And you got a wife and children. Come on. And you've already done this before. You've already broken up fa our family before. See, that's why. No, no, no. We can't have that. Boasting, pride, and blasphemy. Each act as if I am the most important. Back to Nick Cannon. Thank you, Lord. I wrote that article very lovingly. Not a harsh rebuke. I just warned him. By the grace of God, I just lovingly warned him that when the child died, you I, I said, I titled it David, King David, King Nick, and Hebrews. That's all it is. Why do people become uh, practice uh, uh, Hebrews? It's an extra, it's a, it's, a, it's a cut above pride. Hebrews is, is over pride, it's, it's the next level. I told him and other where I learned the word. I learned the word in one of my classes at Texas Wesleyan University. I had never heard that word before. But it's a very powerful word. David sinned the way he sinned because of hubris. Pride. And see, hubris is connected to what? Did you see the house? I mean, the apartment, gold door. That TJ goes to probably drive, goes to work in a limousine. He shouldn't, cause he does not. He's not on that level. Okay. Now, the guy who's on the first string team, ABC, stole him for another number one show. He used to play football, but for some, he's a big old guy, used to play football for the New York Giants. He's not that handsome. Most women would not see him as that handsome like TJ, TJ. They would see TJ Holmes. He's not light-skinned. Got a big old gap in, in the front of his teeth. I forget his name. He's up there with one of the greatest political commentators out there. The Greek, Stephanopoulos, and 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 Robin Roberts. Uh, you know she's not my cup of tea. She's a lesbian, but she can hold her own. And she she does a good job. But the the higher ups for some they got they they have something that you don't have. Uh, and and they got him on the first string, buddy. Old football player, no training in journalism, no none of the training you got at the University of Arkansas, mass communications and all that kind of stuff like that, robot YouTube, none of that. But back to Cannon. Well, this year, after a year of mourning that beautiful child God put him in the hospital with pneumonia around the same time that the child died and I, I lovingly told him this time do not play with God you do what you want but don't play with God especially when you get warned see 
It's very dangerous when you get warned by somebody because that's God telling you in your language that you can understand, don't do this anymore. And, and, and God is so loving and merciful, he will send warning after warning. But after a while, by and by, it's going to be over. Okay? Each of them say, you don't matter. And God does not matter. All that matters is me. That's what pride says. That's what arrogancy says. That's what hubris says. Uh, and, 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 and some people never learned that you cannot be that way. And some people have it very bad. Jamaican people have it very bad. Don't tell me I know. My wife is Jamaican. And my wife has been proud with a Jamaican pride and a pharaohistic pride. And there are other people from different countries who, are, who have this pharaohistic Jamaican pride. I'm not picking on her. I know. And all Jamaican people know what I'm talking about. Her family is this way. Very, very proud. Not necessarily boastful, but very proud. And only boastful in the sense that they will not admit their wrong. And they all know it. They laugh it off. But most, many of the married men, uh, the two Jamaican women, they have serious problems in their marriage and family. Serious. Knock down, drag out problems. I've seen pastors, Jamaican pastors, Jamaican male pastors married to Jamaican women. And buddy, they, all, they ended up in divorce. Almost tore the church up. You say, preacher, how do you know? Because we all went to Rose's Caribbean restaurant. And Rose's is the best Jamaican restaurant in America. Oh, yes. And I, every now and then I would see them up in there looking miserable, talking to Rose, because Rose knew how to talk to you, like a, like a good bartender. Rose not only made you feel good with that delicious food, consistently good, freshly cooked, but she knew how to talk to you and smile at you as well. Three preachers used to go there. And I'm the only one, and I was born in America, and I, I'm the only one who's still married to my original wife. But, but that's the same thing with some of my American pastors as well, pastor friends. Okay? Some people are just that way. They, and, 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 but I want you to understand, though, pride and being boastful and arrogant, my friend, is very dangerous. And that's why I, I, I use Pharaoh. Pharaoh drowned in the sea. He didn't learn. His child had died, and everybody else's child, firstborn child, died. He said, I, I, why do we let those Israelites go? Gathered up his proud crowd, and they ran into the sea. I mean, see, 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 
most of us would have had some sense when we saw the walls of war on both sides. Not me. I'm not going up in there. But they went running down on me there. Why? Pride, arrogancy, boastful, stubborn, rebellious, and so forth. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to cut it off right there, but I'm going to move over to another practical uh, aspect of this, how wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub, is in my extended family. And uh, an and extended, proud family on both sides. But um, uh, God showed me it and how they were trying to impact my children, who I did not raise to be woke. First Timothy chapter 2, verses 12 through 15. The Bible reads, But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence, for Adam was first formed, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived. And so that says that Adam knew what she had done. And he ate the fruit anyway. This does not negate the fact that the woman who was deceived tried to deceive him. But Adam, see sometimes a woman can try to deceive a man. The man already knows, but he'll do it anyway because Eve is so fine. You, you know, uh, some of you people, you don't know what I'm talking about. There are some women so fine, so fat, P-H-A-T, fat, so uh, uh, beautiful. I don't care if you sweet evangelicals don't like these descriptions. You're liars, you're hypocrites, you're phonies. That's why you're looking at pornography. You call yourself addicted. You're the ones who created this damnable lie that people get addicted to. Uh... Uh, pornography. It's a damnable lie from hell that you concocted in your little ivory tower with your uh, multiple degrees because you're addicted to it. You can't sit in front of a computer without looking at pornography. You can't pick up your phone without looking at pornography. This is why one preacher <clears throat> says people should not bring their phones and their devices and their computers to church to read the Bible. Because you've been looking at pornography on it. That's why he calls himself paper Bible saved. He, you read the paper Bible. You don't read the Bible on your phone or your device because you're looking at butts and breasts and, and, and sex. Huh? That's what he said. I have no problem with you uh, reading the Bible from the Bible. I mean, on your on your phone, on your device. I have no problem with it. You understand? Speaking of that.
I have no problem with that. Don't bother me. You shouldn't be looking, using your device to look at pornography. But the Word of God still stands with whatever you put it on. It's going to do its work. But the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. Okay? And so I'm going to stick with the word. I'm not going to kowtow to my family members on my wife's side or on my side. I'm not going to disobey the word of God because you are. I don't care how mad you get at me and how much you want to try to counsel me and how much you want to try to tell my children uh, to block us on the internet, to block us on Facebook, to block us on uh, Instagram, to block us on YouTube. I don't care how woke you are and how you're trying to even use my children to hinder the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ from going out and the whole counsel of God from going out because you can't stand the preaching of the truth. And I know what you're doing. Don't think I don't know what you're doing, man. And I know who you are. I know those who have the character to do something like that. You're full of hell and the devil and wokeness. The blob of Beelzebub. You are a deceiver and you are deceived. See? Both sides of the family not picking on no I'm not picking on anybody any one person. Both sides, females and males. It makes no difference whether it be whether you're successful in turning one or two of my children against me or not. Because I'm going to stick with God and I'm going to stick with Jesus and I'm going to stick with the Word of God. People have been trying to counsel me for years and I'm still preaching. So second, you are influencing my daughters to be haters of men. Haters of the patriarchy that God created. And disrespectful to men as you are and as you have shown yourselves to be. On both sides. On both sides of my family. And when wokeism showed up, it just it just uh, gave you fuel to, to even become more ugly and more demonic and more foolish in your attempts to do this uh, ultra-feminism like men don't matter, men are no good, uh, I am woman, hear me roar, girl power. And uh, girls rule the world. Worshiping Beyonce instead of worshiping Jesus. 
and worshiping God. And Beyonce ought to be ashamed of herself if she's allowing that to happen, which I don't think she is. And as your daughter, my wife, has shown, that is my wife, Marika White, who's standing right here with me, helping in the ministry, has shown herself to be in front of my daughters all of their lives because that is what you taught her. That's what you showed her. One, by the way, one of the reasons why she never showed any love to her children because obviously you never showed any real love to your daughter, your children, your nieces. See, that's, that's where it comes from. By your bad example. And to this day, after I have raised the children by myself, with her doing all, I made her do all of the dirty work for 35 years. And you want to come and try to destroy my children, your grandchildren, to be like you? When most people who are lost and on their way to hell don't want their children to end up like them and live their lives like them. My, my wife has said she wants her children, uh, our children, to be better than she was. She has told me that herself. Many times, she does not want Danny, Daniela White, Danita, Evangeline, Danae, Mary Louise, Daniqua Grace, and Danielle Elizabeth to end up like her or to be like her. They don't, she doesn't want that. Do you? And you're worse than she is. You want your grandchildren to turn out like their mother or you, or especially you aunties. I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of you, you aunts. You're something else. I saw a commercial not too long ago. And the, the wife and the husband are sitting calmly on the couch. And the wife says, with a straight face and a sad face, we have ants. I said, what are you talking about? She was talking about the ants visited her family. That is, her only white folks call them ants. We call them aunts. And they were, and, and the ants would come to the house. They came to the house and doing nothing but criticizing. And they would rub the counter and say, "Hmm, it's a nice house, but I hope you can get keep it clean." And then another aunt or ant was at the refrigerator door with the refrigerator door open, pulling out mayonnaise expired. Ketchup, expired. Mustard, expired. Are you trying to kill people up in here? Straight face. And then another aunt came out of the room, out of the bedroom, with a te uh, 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 old raggedy robe on and said to uh, her son-in-law, Hey, did you receive my friend request? The son-in-law knew that she didn't know what she was talking about, so he just 
<laughs> I check. <laughs> That's how some of you all are. Want to come in here and criticize and want to try to uh, uh, exert your little non-authority. In my you don't have any authority here. That goes from a mother-in-law, goes from a mother, goes for all the aunts, aunts, and anybody else. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord up in here. And we did it without you for 35 years. And one of the reasons why you didn't want to contact us and, and, and help us and be in touch with us, uh, because we had seven children, you didn't want to be bothered. Because your life ended up in a mess, you thought for sure her life was going to end up in a mess as well. But God proved you wrong. Wilkinson. The blob of Beelzebub. And you don't, some of you don't even know you're woke. Some of you do. And so with that, my friends, let me, let me, say, some, let me say something about this before I leave. So, so, so that you can see that I'm even-handed, but my time is running out. I have to preach a celebration sermon tonight that my son Daniel Ezekiel has helped me with. We're celebrating 500 Wednesdays. 500 Wednesdays where we preached on prayer and on the series. Praying through the Bible. And my mother and sisters are no better than you all, even though they claim to be more religious and more Christian than y'all do. I'm not just picking on you. I've been, I've been preaching against this and them for years. I do not want my daughters to follow the bad example that all of you have displayed throughout your lives that have ended up in a total mess. I do not want my daughters talking about they're, they're, they, they, they are apostles, that they are pastors, that they are bishops, and laying hands on men because they are, they, the men are so tall, you can't lay your hands on his head. You've got to lay your hands on his hairy chest. Are you kidding me? No, no woman can handle that. I don't care what y'all think you are, who you think you are. No woman can be putting their hand on a man's hairy chest and feel his heartbeat and not end up being in the bed with that man. The devil is a lie. Oh, this is a holy act. Why would you say that? Well, I don't want to hear that. Because this happens all the time. To the point of adultery and fornication. And swinging and incest and everything else. Very dangerous foolishness. It's even dangerous for men to do it, to be laying hands on a woman. Uh, and, and a whole lot of mess has happened after that. And I've told you, and the, the things are so bad, don't even let people lay hands on you. For some of these so-called phony, fake, false prophet preachers, 
are casting demons in you and they're, and they're not casting demons out. And anybody who has dealt with this, they know that's true. You better be very careful who lays uh, hands on you. Who lay hands on you, rather. In my mother's case, she totally dominated and controlled her husband. Don't get mad at me, you sweet evangelicals. You sweet uh, charismatics, Pentecostal holiness, with a whole bunch of mess that I was even privy to and raised in. So don't tell me, no, 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 no. Some of y'all love that darkness and that evil and, 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 and certain men in the church. You don't respect the men. You don't honor the men. But you like for uh, Brother Grant to come over and uh, have sex with you. And you, you don't mind. He's a hero to you. Don't, 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 don't stop. Don't get me started. Uh, you like for Bo Peep to come by every now and then, and Bo Peep can uh, have sex with a whole bunch of you women and, 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 and have babies by all of you. And he's the pastor's son. And you love him, and you just respect him. And you, I mean, you're just crazy about him. You don't respect him, but you're crazy about him. Every last one of you. <clears throat> and you go right on shouting in the church and dancing. Don't, don't, don't get me started now. Uh, you don't want me to tell everything. And even when I was out there impregnating uh, women, having sexual women, oh, I was a hero. Oh, he was a, he was a Danny boy's all right with me. In the family, outside the family. But as soon as I get saved and born again, by the grace of God, and uh, preaching the word against this evil that we all have done, oh, I can't stand him. I hate him. But you still love Brother Grant. In the church. And the other little light-skinned preacher. In the church. You don't want me to tell everything, do you? Huh? The, 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 the light-skinned preacher who was going to teach Wednesday night Bible class. And the one man who uh, he was having sex with. The little light-skinned preacher who was having sex with uh, uh, Deacon so-and-so's wife. He spotted him and tried to drive his car up the staircase to kill him. Huh? You can't tell me I was there and you were there. At the Holiness Church, the Pentecostal Holiness Church Incorporated. You want me to give some more details? And you just ride right on with these jokers. Don't say anything and, and they can stay in the church and and get other women pregnant. And you think they're they, you think they're heroes, but still shout, dance, run around the church, act all holy. You know why y'all do that? You know why you have done this for years without repentance? It's one thing to do it and then repent and stop it, but you do it all your life. Why? Because you're lost. 
and you're on your way to the uh, devil's hell. And you don't obey God in these areas, so you don't obey God when it comes to submitting to your husband and submitting to the pastor who's supposed to be a man, not you. The only child that she did not control and dominate as an adult is yours truly, her oldest son. Because God led me not to let her do that. Period. I'm going to stop right there. I can't go any further because I have to preach other messages tonight. man raised in church, blew up that family, and rode off in the car with somebody else, and, 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 and came out and went out to the same state I'm living in. But she knows better than to come bother me with that. Cause I, I, don't, I have nothing to do with that. I don't want anything to do with it. Just like uh, the ABC uh, anchor on ABC News in the evening, I forget his name, um, he said, regarding TJ and Robach, I work at the same company. In fact, Robach... Uh, it was on 2020 with him. David Muir is his name. He said, look here, I don't want any part of that. I don't want to be close to that. I have nothing to do with that. And on top of that, we really don't get along that well anyway. So, And if he says she's got to go, it, 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 it's over. I guarantee you he's telling the, the, the brass... I don't want her in 2020 anymore. Because I don't know like that. <clears throat> Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you and thank you so much for this powerful and great service. And I pray now for the salvation of the lost and for the revival of the saved and for the, uh, uh, that your Holy Spirit would move upon each person's heart. Those who are saved, Lord, help them to take heed to this message, to humble themselves down and to pray and to seek your face. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you were to die tonight, where would you go, heaven or hell? If you don't know, you need to stick around. If you're not sure, you need to stick around. If you are saved and you do know that you would go to heaven when you die, you need to stick around and pray for those who don't know. If you want to get saved tonight, dear friend, just uh, understand that you are a sinner and that you have done evil and wrong in your life. For the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We have broken God's commandments. I was preaching primarily to people who claim to be religious claim to be saved, religious, however many of them are religious but lost. And so I'm preaching to them too. I'm preaching, in fact, I'm probably preaching to more church-going people than people who have never been in a church. We have sinned against God by lying, 
by stealing, by lusting and coveting, being greedy, being proud and boastful, dishonoring and disobeying our parents, and dishonoring and disobeying God. The Bible also says, along with that verse, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, that the wages of sin is death. Do you know the true reason why you die? It's not because you got old. You're getting old because of the same reason why you died. Sin. Uh, why you will die. You're getting older every day. I know some of you are saying in your mind, I will never look that wrinkled and old and bent over with a cane. I'll you know, keep on living. You will. Because the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Sin is what is what is causing you to age and get bent over and wrinkled up. It's not a disease. It's not uh, the coronavirus that's going to cause you to die. It is your sin, your sinful nature, and your evil and wicked sins that you've done all of your life. And what God wants you to understand is that if God can uh, and will allow you to die from this beautiful ball hanging on nothing but his word, uh, and go to hell, or rather die from this beautiful ball called earth then he will allow you to die and go to hell if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, you have to die because of your sins, and you have to go to hell if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ in this life. If you don't trust in him and pray and ask him to save your soul, and according to Jesus Christ, who preached more on hell than anybody else in the history of the world, uh, hell is a real place, and hell is a place of torment, pain, and fire. And all you have to do is believe in him and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you from hell, and he will save you. It is as simple as that. So if you want to be saved from the power of your sins and the punishment of your sins in that awful place called hell, follow me in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart in nobody else but Jesus Christ. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shalt be saved. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. 
I have broken your Ten Commandments. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me. Please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil ways and help me to follow you in the newness of life. Lord Jesus, as I pray in your name, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and you call upon his name and asked him to save you, according to the word of God, you are now saved and on your way to heaven and you have been saved from hell. Now to help you grow in the faith and be the strong Christian disciple that God wants you to be, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled What to Do After You Have Entered Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. And uh, you just entered in by believing in him. It is a free book. Download it. And you can start reading it in about three or four minutes. And it will give you the next steps of your newfound faith in Christ as to what you should do. Also on that same website, uh, www.gospelitesociety.com, down in the bottom you will see podcasts populating, which will lead you to thousands of other podcasts dealing with nearly 50 different subjects regarding the Word of God, the Bible, regarding uh, theology that will help you to grow even faster in the Lord. Also, email us on whatever platform you're on. Email us. And let us know that you got saved. Email us if you need prayer. And we'll be glad to pray for you until you tell us to stop.